Greetings. Come out, you black and tans. Come out and fight me like a man. Show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders. Tell them how the IRA made you run like hell away. God, you're tone deaf. No, I can rap. That doesn't mean you're not tone deaf. Hi, my name is Willows. <laughs> and my name is Tyler. And I am tone deaf. Uh, welcome to the uh, podcast that we call, and other people call it, I guess, I'll call beyond this point, where we debate business topics and also other things, and then we're drunk and sometimes we're not. Um, today is my second favorite holiday. Next to? Next to my own birthday. That's which, not a holiday. Uh, it is, according to the Satanic Bible. Um, cool. I also take it off every year, so whatever. Um, St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Happy St. Patrick's Saint Pat, Patty's Day with two D's, not two T's. If you spell with T's, you're wrong. Yeah, St. Patty's Day with two T's sounds like your fat aunt. Well, I, there's some, uh, you're like, I don't. I didn't actually read the article, but there's an article that's like, it's Paddy's, not Patty's. I think it's like something in Ireland, like with T, I don't know, something. Whatever. Anyway, I, happy, I don't fucking know. Happy Saint uh, Saint Patty's Day! If you're watching the video version of this podcast, you'll see that I'm wearing a large green top hat. Uh, you can watch that video version at YouTube.com/slash/VoteWillows. And you cannot see it, but I'm wearing a green four-leaf clover socks. I didn't even see that. So it's this fine. is um, this is the second St. Patrick's Day I'm spending uh, COVID lockdown. Yeah. Um, but we it has things have been getting a little bit better here. Uh, we're allowed to have 10 people outside outdoors in the backyard. So we're having a fire tonight with, with 10 people. So I made you take off work early so that we could do this before, uh, a few hours before we usually do it. It's costing me money today. That's, that's, you need to value your, here's something that Willows will never say again. You need to value your mental health over money, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't see the direct correlation, but. And also, yeah, back of your bullshit on that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, no. Do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, on the table here today, we got a bunch of Irish beer and we got a bunch of, or not a bunch of, but, well, I guess a bunch It is of, a bunch. 26 ounces of Irish whiskey as well. It's a good old bunch. Um, we'll get more into that at the segment called Shot Collar. It's not bad sipping whiskey, actually. I'm, I'm Pleasantly not- surprised? I'm- yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. I was good. saying that I can't sip whiskey unless it's over if $38 a bottle or more, then I can sip it, and if it's anything under, then I can't. Yeah, this one was uh, $34.99 regular price. But it was like on sale, right? On sale for $32. Oh, the massive much, sales we get here in <laughs> yeah. Manitoba. If, if you're listening to this from uh, America or another country without, uh, some fucking, without a liquor monopoly, yeah. you'll be like, what? $2 off is a big... Big fucking deal. Well, like for for reference, a bottle of like Ciroc vodka uh, is like seventy dollars here. They're like 50... of of which seventy percent is tax. Yeah, they're like fifteen dollars if you go to like Vegas. Like nice. Yeah, um, which is like seventy five dollars Canadian. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, f- f- St. Patrick's Day. It's a day of revelry. It's, what is it? It's an Irish, it's not Irish independence, is it? It's just kind of an Irish day. I think it's just. How is this your favorite holiday and you don't fucking know? No, I I know. I'm just trying to make a podcast, Tyler. Okay. I thought you were asking me. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of, 
free form, you know? It's a, yeah. Okay. Trying to get you to okay. discuss right. with me. Well, it's... It's when uh, Buddy led the rats out of the town with the flute, right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that guy. Good guy. I don't pa- think that... Patrick, has... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick. <laughs> um... um the Irish fighting songs actually have a weird <laughs> correlation to like uh, a podcast I was listening to last week. Whatever, I, it's twelve episodes. I just blazed right through it. Uh, called the Women's War um, by Mike uh, Robert Evans, same guy that does Behind the Bastards, and it would, it's just a piece of uh, like behind enemy lines journalism kind of idea, um, where he goes to Rojava uh, before they got invaded. Uh, so I guess it's like. Tw- 2019. What is it? Rojava. Where's that? Next to Syria and Turkey. Okay. Never heard of it. Uh, basically, it's like a progressive leftist's haven. Interesting. Like, they they have like a, they had a more like progressive liberal society than pretty much anywhere in the world, both in their financial system and their legal system. It's a, a fascinating story and it's super pro-women, which obviously didn't sit well with Turkey, which is why they I'm um, very pro-women as well. Yeah. And, uh, was it's a fascinating story anyways but one of the things that he brought with him was obviously his you know phone and his favorite irish drinking songs downloaded on it because of course you need those when you travel of course and they have their own revolutionary songs and um i think you've actually heard me play it because I, I fell in love with the song uh from the show money heist but the song Be- uh, bela chow i don't know maybe uh, if i heard it insert it here no, because we're going to get copyright claimed. No, not if you're reviewing it. You can play songs. Uh, for the for the purpose of like critiquing the song, yeah. yes, but we're not listening to it at this moment. Well, we're not so. critiquing it, but we're going to be talking about it. So, Bela Chow is like a revolutionary song. From where? This weird country? Um, I forget where it originated, but it was made um, famous in several different countries over like several different decades and maybe even a couple of centuries, but it got repurposed a bunch of times. So it was actually one of their like revolutionary fighting songs. And it's basically of like, uh, fighting against the man, fighting against the government. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at the direct translation of the song, but there's obviously different versions of it. So they're playing like their revolutionary songs and then these guys play their Irish drinking songs. Yeah. And, and every the... Irish drinking song is about rebelling against the king. And <laughs> Yeah. And they fucking loved it. They That's just started funny. playing it on loop. Like the taxi driver's like, I can't believe I've never heard of this. And all of a sudden, <laughs> apparently it went viral through the country after he went and whatever met with a bunch of leaders. And apparently it just all of a sudden went viral across uh, the revolutionary troops. And they're like, fuck yeah, Irish drinking songs in like the middle of the Rojavan desert That's fighting off some Turkish uh, soldiers. So I'm like, That's funny. I think, I think everyone's the fucking same at the end of the day. And thank you for the Irish for being so angry and so drunk. Yeah, cheers to the Irish. Um, we appreciate your struggle. Um. <laughs> and what do you call the Irish... Um, Brexit? What, what what are we gonna call it? Oh, like Ireland leaving the UK? Yeah, and Scotland. I don't know. Well, they've been. How are they doing with that? <laughs> uh, it's been renewed now that Brexit has happened. Um, yeah, I like. They're like, you can do it. So can we? <laughs> people forget how recent the what the troubles? How recent that was? Yeah, they're those. Some like, of those soldiers are probably still. Getting like, drunk today in a bar. The IRA was car bombing police officers like 20 years ago. Like yeah. that wasn't an insane. Like I was, well, maybe I wasn't. It was the late 90s though, right? Like, yeah, that wasn't ancient history. Like, um, 
Yeah, they were making like homemade mortars and shit. Like it was rough. Um, yeah, man, Ireland's uh, angry. Ireland's a uh, a country. Um, we gotta go visit, man. I th- I think we'd lo- <laughs> I think we'd love it. Uh, my um, girlfriend's I guess future sister-in-law. I don't know. It's a tenuous connection. Okay, I thought you were but you were saying girlfriend with a question mark. <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing. Her, well, it's like her brother. My girlfriend. Anyways. Um, she spent three years in Ireland, uh, doing her PhD. Liddy titty. And yeah, just fucking, fucking loved it. Like came back just in love with the country. Yeah. A girl I went to school with, I was close with, um, spent a year there and actually met her fiance there. And then like he moved back to Winnipeg with her. They dragged his ass back here. Yeah. I wonder what that's like. What does yeah. an Irish immigrant think of Winnipeg? Well, the guy that owns, uh, the beer, the, the brewery that, made most of the beer that we're drinking is from Ireland. Right. Um, Stone Angel Brewing. Um, he's our, shout our out local. Shout out to Irish Paul. Yeah, shout out to Irish Paul because uh, he's partnered with another guy named Paul. So we call Brewer Paul, Brewer Paul, and we call Irish Paul, Irish Paul. So it's and, not uh, it's not offensive. He prefers no, 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 Yeah, <laughs> no, we call him Irish Paul. Like I think his Twitter handle is like Irish something. Like, yeah. I don't want to like, yeah, whatever. But um Shout out uh, Irish Paul for making some good beer. Uh, we're drinking a bunch of... No, Brewer Paul. Okay, I won't think. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, um, sorry, Brewer Paul. Sorry, Brewer Paul. Sorry, Irish Paul. But yeah, it's <laughs> he treats his brewery like an Irish, good old Irish pub. Like he has a projector. And uh, us in Winnipeg are Jets obsessed. Like we yeah. love watching the hockey games. He refuses to put Jets games up on the screen, <laughs> but he'll play every soccer game. Nice. <laughs> he's a he's a real Irishman. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. I I love his uh, Twitter videos that he puts up of his security cam footage of people fucking oh, up his property. Because it's yeah he he they back onto a big um, like right by a train yard. Yeah. He backs onto so there's always vagrants or whatever in the back. His van's gotten broken into like twenty. I was actually just talking about this today. His van's gotten broken into a bunch of times because I guess people go ooh beer, gonna yeah. be beer in there and they fucking smash windows or whatever. I but like, like I like how you use the term vagrants. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, he always posts videos, security cam of like people having sex in the in the back because they like park their car. And it's oh, like, that's amazing. Yeah, but um, that kind of segues into a first thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so car I'll sex. S- I'll say <laughs> I'll say my thesis statement and then I'll I'll go back up. Sure. So my thesis statement was the pandemic has really. Like, while it has killed a lot of, I don't want to say bad entrepreneurs, but maybe entrepreneurs that weren't ready for adversity, it's brought out the absolute creativity in good entrepreneurs. Sure. So, today's St. Patrick's Day. It's one of the uh, busiest days for for, uh, for pubs in the city, obviously. And pubs can't be, well, they can be open right now, but uh, you can only go with people in your own household. So, obviously not very very much traction but you can be on a patio um with people from not your household even though it's two degrees but it's winnipeg it's fine um so the guy that owns a chain uh, or a couple locations of an irish pub in in the city here uh (laughs) i don't think you're allowed to like play music like have live music at the at the events right now so what he did was uh he got the band to pull up a pickup truck and they're standing in the back of the pickup truck playing music nice off the property though yeah so he's like oh not my property and they're just playing music i don't know yeah give them a citation for noise I don't yeah know. fuck yeah. off one before nine you can't yeah. right like so they've just been playing all day <laughs> in this pickup truck that's fantastic um, 
off the 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 patio right so i remember i i called him a genius and then i was like thinking about it and i'm like it really like that's so fucking creative to like get around rules right yeah. like that these restrictions for covid you know warranted or not i'm not going to get into that argument today are like smart entrepreneurs are like then the gears are fucking turning, right? It's like, okay, well, if we can't have a band on the premises, then how do we have a band off the premises? They're just going to stand on the fucking floor. Where's the power? Okay, power comes from a fucking generator. Where's the generator? Okay, it's going to come from a fucking car. <laughs> like, you know, it yeah, doesn't no, work backwards and, like that. And the fun part about that one is you're not violating the spirit of the law or the letter of the law. because Yeah, and the spirit of the law is you don't want people congesting and being close. Yeah, I mean, no dance floor, obviously, but like yeah, you can't dance, but but I mean, like having them across the street, like that's the fucking epitome of social distancing. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, like well, and they're on the other side of a fence, right? Because it's a patio, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see any problem with that, and the, the like, I'm somebody who believes in the COVID rules. Most of them, most of the rules that we have, I think, are, are warranted. Um, I think the only reason the province let restaurants and bars open a little bit. Uh, is because uh, is so they wouldn't have to bail us out. Yeah, like they can be like, oh no, sorry, we didn't give you any bailing money. We let you open though. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, probably because if they just kept us closed, they would have had to give us like a grant <laughs> to bail yeah, us yeah. out. Right? Yeah, to make up for St. Patty's Day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've already gotten I've gotten fifteen thousand dollars of grants from uh, from the province. Yeah, which is fantastic, but that ain't jack shit if you're a big pub. Well, it's barely shit for me. Like that's not quite a month of expenses, right? Like. It is what it is, but yeah. my yeah, we we opened my bar uh, last week, and we actually had some people come in, so that's that's fun. Nice walk-ins, walk-ins are good. I I I said like if I have like one group a weekend, I'll be happy because me and my partner are there already, so keeping right. the store open. Yeah. So it's like not much more money to keep the fucking um to keep the bar open. So. So what do you think um is the right thing to do with this St. Patty's Day? What do you mean? As a business owner. Oh, like, well, I mean, it depends on where you, where you are and how the rules are and whatever, right? Obviously. But, um, I just, I I want, I want next St. Patrick's day to let me fucking spit on my friends in a bar. So maybe let's just take this a little bit seriously for a little bit more. Yeah. Get your fucking vaccine. Like I was, man, I, I visited my family this last weekend. Haven't seen them in like six, seven weeks. Um, and again, this is like, you know, down in the Bible Belt, conservative Christian country. <laughs> and I was talking to my family about like, you know, getting the vaccines and stuff like that. And both my mom and my sister are like, no, I'm not getting that. And I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> like, do I get, yeah, I, how I long saw, do I got to sit, sit down here and work on you two? I saw a couple of people that were like, oh, I'm uh, not getting it because it causes, it might cause blood clots. And then someone re- retweeted it and they're like, yeah, and birth control always, uh, causes blood clots and i have to take that or we have to take that so we don't have your fucking dumbass babies or something yeah no the the blood clot thing actually was um i think that was a big fucking mistake by that government uh what country was it again um one of the eu countries anyways they paused the astrazeneca vaccine because of like an elevated rate of blood clots in people that had had the vaccines but after looking at the data for a couple of days um, it was like such a rare form of blood clots. They actually didn't have any accurate data on what normal levels of those blood clots would be. It was like, oh, we usually have three cases a year. Now we had four. So now we have a 33% increase in cases. 
And it's like, no, you've put the needles in like 10 million arms and you had like three cases of blood clots of a rare disease that you don't even have data on. So, and then it wasn't correlated in any other area by any other government. So they're like, okay, this was kind of stupid to pause it. Now they put it back up. In their mind, they're like, hey, we're doing this out of an abundance of caution so the people will appreciate it. In reality, all the anti-vaxxers are like, blood clots, oh, blood clots, <laughs> blood clots. People it's that like, have never worried about blood clots in their fucking right, life. Right, yeah. It's like an un... It was... It was out of an absolute abundance of caution, and they cleared it within three days, and all everyone can think of now is fucking blood clots, and it wasn't even true. It was like, there's a difference between causation and correlation, because if six people got hit by a bus that also took a vaccine, that doesn't mean the vaccine causes bus deaths. That's what I saw. It's like, there were like two people that miscarried or something, and then they're like, oh, it causes miscarriages. It's like, no. (laughs) Like, people, like, fucking one-third of pregnancies just get more, I think, just get fucking miscarried. They aren't recommending it for, I think, anyone that's pregnant. Well, get your fucking vaccine. Yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. And um, maybe you got it before you knew you were pregnant kind of thing. But yeah. like, it's not, uh, well, it's, it's not fucking the, dangerous. Like the, what, the what irony it, of these fucking people, these fat Americans that are saying they're like, don't put that in your body. Yeah, it's dangerous. I don't want to get the vaccine because <laughs> of my health. Like fucking sucks a giant gulp and pops a cigarette. Like we were talking about this today they prefer the slow death oh yeah but the the small sizes like mcdonald's and shit is is large here oh a Um, wendy's medium is hilarious a wendy's medium is like an extra large abnormal restaurant you know like a double big gulp at sev here Mm -hmm. that's like a large soda at at like mcdonald's apparently like um my roommate they have to like modify the cup size so it fits into a cup holder uh, i was just gonna say that my roommate was in um, the states and he forgot and he ordered like a large because like, oh, I'm driving you know I'll get a big one uh, I wouldn't fit in his fucking cup holder yeah like literally like yeah, they had to modify the American <sighs> made cars like that's I have, so wild I've got a 2004 Audi yeah and uh, yeah tiny ass cup holders like think about well or, Europe I'll, makes it you can't serve soda that big no like it's like illegal I think here it's not illegal in Canada. But we just kind of don't. It's just frowned upon. It's just we just don't. Yeah. But in Europe, it's like you can get fucking $100,000 fines for yeah. serving anything anything over like a cup, I think. Like you can't have these big soda cups. Like over a liter, maybe. I, th- I think it's even smaller than that. Dude, a liter's a fucking lot of <laughs> soda. Like, I don't know. Whatever. But it, the, just the irony of these fucking people being like, I'm not taking the fucking... Do you know... Like they're like, oh, I don't know what's in it. It's like, do you know what's fucking in your cheeseburger you know what's in your fucking what's in your yeah high fructose corn syrup do you have any idea like what you're putting in your fucking body like i don't know i i have no sympathy for these fucking people <laughs> like yeah and then there's the classic um you know twitter clapback of like some chick saying that and then like some other chick being like i seen the guys that you <laughs> that you date you shouldn't be oh, yeah. worried about what I you s- put in your body. It's I like, saw one that's like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's the it's the girl that snorts ketamine yeah. from some random guy in the bathroom of, of a rave. That's like I don't want to put this in my body. <laughs> like it's like what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I, I, what I just told my mom and my sister is obviously not the you know the chick on ketamine. Um, <laughs> I I just I'm like let me handle the chick on. I'm ketamine. like literally just give everyone a peanut butter sandwich and the vaccine. And tell me which one kills more people. 
Yeah, that's fair. Like, it, it's a marvel. Well, it's an absolute incredible the, marvel of technology, the fact that they can even just give the entire population anything besides and, water. And doesn't kill And it doesn't everyone. kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least, like, one or two percent. Like, basically what COVID kills. Like, I was thinking about the cognitive fucking dissonance from some of these people. Like... <sighs> I'm literally at a loss for words. Like I'm, I'm so frustrated. Oh, I was, like, I was thinking, the, I was thinking was, about that on the way here. Sorry, there was somebody that was like one of these QAnon people that I have on my Facebook, and I keep them just for the entertainment. Of course, but they were saying, like the last week, they've been talking about how fucking elites just want us as tax cattle, and they want to milk us for just their tax money, and they don't give a shit about us, all that. And now he's saying. They're going to kill you with the vaccine. Right. It's like, okay, well, then they lose their fucking tax money. What are you talking about? You were so convinced last week that this, that they're just keeping you around, trying to make you live as long as you can fucking AI and shit. So you pay more taxes over your life. Why? And now they're trying to murder you. Yeah. Like, how do you have both beliefs? I don't understand. Like, it's, it's the post, it's the post fact era. Like, it's just. Belief, yeah, we, it's belief in it's belief in some idea that's not even consistent. Yeah, we talk about this all the time. Where it's like, Ugh. I was reading an article today that was like, uh, it was framed as like, what is this kid? Good? This like kid hit the FBI came in, like took his parents. Yeah, and I didn't tell him why and fucking whatever. And it was like, what is this kid gonna do? All this, and that's how the article was framed. And you scroll down like three paragraphs. And then it's like, they were arrested because they were caught on tape storming the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> and it's like, why is that uh-huh. not the head of the title? Like, yeah. why is the article being framed? Poor kid. He's getting his kids taken away by the fucking repressive government for no reason. Yeah, no, these these uh, parents irresponsibly committed Treason. ser- treason, treasonous <laughs> yeah. felonies, yeah. despite the fact that they had children to take care of. Yeah. Like, but, oops. Yeah, and... That's definitely the but, government's fault for enforcing the law. But that's how news is framed, right? Like, and, and I, I'm a marketing guy, right? Mm. I do sales for a living. I can't even hate that. It, that's all it is. It's not even education. It's just marketing. You're trying to get clicks, right? Yeah. The way I frame <clears throat> everything I say in my business, it's like, oh, we're the, you know, whatever, the first winery to do this or whatever right and it's like well that's technically true but i'm kind of playing with my words right but i never lie and that's what these fucking news stations do they never lie to you but they're well kind of what's said in the article they used to not lie to you now they just fucking outright lie to you and never retract statements unless they have to they'll like say a loud lie and a quiet retraction that nobody listens to at the bottom and then they keep the lie article up but then at the bottom, it's like footnote. Oh, actually, we've we've now come into fact that this didn't actually happen. Right. But they keep the fucking lie article. Clicks, on. baby. Well, <laughs> do you, do you think that's that inspired a lot of like? Do you think that changed journalism? Obviously, the internet changed journalism, but I think journalism was always gotcha. Because like, yeah, they always journalism put... used to like it. It was a foregone conclusion that it was a business for profit because well, they want with you gotcha to, headlines to sell papers yeah because they want you to buy the newspaper so they put something interesting on the front page and they're like continued on page three and then you have to fucking buy the paper right yeah like, like people used to look at something like the new york times the say same way that we look at something like e-talk today it's extra like, extra read all about it exactly it's just a bunch of salespeople hawking papers yeah and it was assumed 
that there was bias and that was good because the problem now is people assume that it's fucking true. <laughs> Here, here's an interesting, like Tucker Carlson, people take that motherfucker seriously, but the, it's just pure pure satire. The Epoch Times, e- Epoch, whatever that 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 thing you were just talking about. I was reading into that the other day because I I had heard of it, but I didn't know like what it was. It's a very far right leaning, um, paper, newspaper that's distributed all over the world. And we get it here and people always complain about it. But apparently, uh, who was it? Like the conservative party was kind of being like, and our conservative party is pretty left as far as like yeah. American politics go. They were kind of like condemning it. They're like, oh, this is kind of bullshit. And people were being like, oh, you're not standing up to fucking China and their fucking whatever. Um, looked into it. Epoch Times was founded by a Chinese national. Huh. Yeah. Uh, it's like tied into like a religious, like Chinese religious sect, like some new, oh, new was, wave religion. Right. I was reading about the, what's this new uh, social media platform that all the MAGA motherfuckers are subscri- subscribing to? No. Uh, no, there's a lot of people on Clubhouse. I can't remember. But anyways, it was basically. Parlor 2? Nope. It was started by, a, again, like a, a Chinese anti-communist. Uh, like cult group yeah and so they started like this ma- it's more of like a messaging platform than a social media platform okay. I don't know what you're but about. uh yeah apparently it's now the primary platform for these like MAGA people so now they're now you have um like trump supporters up against these anti anti-communist china supporters in this like weird ecosystem <laughs> of like, like far-right far-right americans with some far-right chinese people it's like it's really weird yeah and i i guess like what i always try to frame it like does does any of this affect our businesses Everything does. Well, everything does and everything doesn't, though. See, think about... Pivoting your business is different than, like... Think about uh, Canada. Like, we talked about this actually in one of our earlier episodes. When Canada arrested that Huawei executive, um, it, long story short, eliminated the ability for you to freeze some of the fruit that you bought. Yeah. Yeah, it was a chain reaction because... Billions um, of dollars of like canola China orders. China buys were a bunch of our canola, so the, soy my my farmers were like had less storage space. Well, they, so the they orders were, f- were canceled, so they had bumper like a bumper supply of shit that couldn't hit the ports, so it had to be stored. Yeah, so their storage was all filled up. So then they moved the stuff from the dry storage to cold storage, and then the cold storage was all filled up. And then when I tried to buy like berries from cold stores, like, oh, sorry, like our cold storage is, is, is filled. So that's an example of like chain reaction, but I mean, there's nothing you can per se do about it, Yeah. but, um, I don't know, understanding the world at large and the markets at large. Like if you're, if you're a serious business person, it is relevant in some, in a way, if you over fixate on it, obviously it becomes counterproductive. But that's why we talk about politics all the time yeah. because mostly because we find it interesting, but also because as it relates, like it does relate to our day to day, right? But we have the ability to kind of pivot in that, in that space, right? Yeah. We were talking about, um, actually let's do shock caller first before I get into, it. I want to talk about, uh, me and JL talking about the stock market. Yeah. I'll talk about that, but um, so we got some Irish whiskey. So, um, 
this is the segment that we uh, call uh, Shot Caller, uh, where you, the audience, can pick the shot that we take on, on air. Uh, today, in um, spirit of uh, St. Patrick's Day, I told uh, Tyler to grab some Irish whiskey. And he just took whatever was on front on the shelf, but I was reading the back here, and uh, Bushmills... Uh, Irish whiskey was actually the is actually the oldest licensed whiskey distillery in the world. Wow, got their license go. in the year sixteen oh eight. So that's interesting. But uh, the old Bushmills Distillery, Bushmills County, Antrim, Northern Ireland. Well, let's go there. Okay, sure. Um, so sixteen oh eight, five hundred years of fucking whiskey has gone through the still to get us to where we are today. Cheap whiskey on sale, bro. <laughs> Cheers. Happy St. Patty's Day. I'm going to wash down my whiskey with whiskey. Oof. Actually, not a bad taste. I just chased whiskey with whiskey. I don't know how I feel about that. Not a bad taste, actually. I didn't, I didn't even chase it. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. I like the taste of, like like I was saying earlier. I like the taste of whiskey, but ex- more expensive whiskey. Yeah. Because when you start, this is like teetering. When you start getting this high, because I like the taste. It's like the cheapest whiskey of a good brand. Yeah, but the the taste you lose a lot of the taste when you have that burn, right? Yeah. But as soon as you get rid of that burn, mostly from age. Yeah. Um. Or being used to the burn. Yeah. Yeah. Me, like I don't I don't feel uh I don't feel a lot of the burn, or at least I like can ignore it because i i sip whiskey like probably two three times a week yeah yeah i i i have like a couple bottles of like 120 dollar bottles that i do on special occasions but yeah. I, I i'm not doing it every night i, I prefer my i'm a beer guy no shit <laughs> but uh yeah so if you want to uh have us take a shot of something uh let us know in the comments um so i want to talk about our um uh, I started recently investing in the stock market. I put a thousand dollars in uh, in a uh, free, no commission trading account. Um, this isn't a sponsor, but shout out Wealth Simple. Uh, if you're in Canada, it's basically like Canada's Wealth Simple Trade. Oh yeah, Wealth Wealth Simple. Uh, yeah, they they're basically Canada's Robinhood. Yeah. Um, where you can trade on an app. It's really intuitive. It's also really good for like long-term um, like index funds, ITFs. Because well, they have RSPs, a uh, they have another app called Wealth Simple Invest. Right. Uh, where you just give them as much money as you can and they invested in a bunch of stocks for you basically. Yeah. Um, and then my accounts made like 8% last year, I think. Like, Yeah. And you set your tolerance settings for risk, risk and, versus... Yeah how much time you want to spend, how much yeah. time you leave the money in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, so that's that. But then there's wealth, simple trade, which is you can just trade stocks. And the problem Stonks. with, cause like I've used like BMOs and RBCs, like stock trading. It's so fun. You still have to like fill out the fuck, like it's digital, obviously, but you have to fill out the fucking like call order yeah. to like get stock. And it's re- not intuitive and there's no app, like good app. And it's like, oh, this is so annoying. But then you use this app and it's like, oh, this is the stock. Here's a blurb about it. Here's the price. Oh, buy. Oh, okay, it's done. Like, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, it's like, it, I guess it's like Robin Hood. It's, it's like yeah, it's the like Amazon of buying stocks where it's yeah, just, which, they make it easy. Yeah, which the only reason banks are not competing is because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's, it's great. So shout out Well Simple Trade. But um, so I threw $1,000 in there and I want to just see if I can 
do stuff grow grow the thousand dollars so our friend jl and and us were we were talking about uh, i think i talked about this on the last episode where we're talking about um uh the uh isram isramco or whatever and uh yeah so i bought a bunch of um mexican uh marijuana companies because marijuana in Mexico is is getting decriminal, like fully decriminalized and legalized and regulated, like right or like right now. Yeah. So I try. I did some research. I started reading articles about what um, American and Canadian marijuana companies are have a leg up in Mexico, like have their distribution already set up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I made like twenty percent on uh, on some of these trades. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad, but. Just about, um, it's interesting to like be vindicated, like see data and analyze it and then be like, okay, well this is going to go up because of this. And then it does. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. I think there's a certain, like the, there's a certain point of stock trading where a good critical mind, basic understanding of principles of business and world politics and, and so on and so forth gets you to a certain point of uh returns right it's when you get to like the higher and higher levels they're battling over like one or two or three or four percent points but like against each other but they're so far beyond the average consumer oh yeah because they're trading a billion dollars a trade like yeah like a, a friend a friend of mine is such a seasoned i guess and comfortable uh stock trader he went out and got a he got approved for a personal line of credit or was like just offered a personal line of credit at a bank that he I guess had bought a couple of houses with like hey here's a POC of $60,000 or PLC personal line of credit personal of credit PLOC whatever the fuck uh, so I got a I got a personal of credit yeah the other day <laughs> that's fantastic thank you anyway. uh, so anyways he took this line of credit 60 grand bought a single stock all $60,000. That's ballsy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, bought a single stock. And yeah, exactly. His buddy who's a banker is like, um, the fuck <laughs> are you doing? Like, that's so stupid. He's like, man, you could have taken that sixty grand and like whatever paid off this other high interest, whatever car loan that you have. He's got like a, a brand new BMW i8. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm, I, I know what's going to happen to the stock. Fucking three X's. Pulls out like 180000 uh, after like a short period of time, it was a couple months, less than six months, and pulls out like his 180k, whatever, sells at the peak, and pays off his i8, pays off the 60k loan, has like 80k left over, <laughs> buys three, buys three more houses, profit baby. Like, like that was just like a stock that he was falling for. A while. He's like, I know, and, it, it was a penny stock. Like it was, he's and, like, I know this company's gonna pop. And we're not recommending you do that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, but this. I mean, he he runs a company based on like advising people yeah. on like what kind of stocks to buy. Only... But he's like, yeah, my my average consumer does like sixty percent a year, and that's just guys that are enthusiasts. These aren't even professionals. These are yeah. fucking enthusiasts, and the bar is not that high it's to get to that point. It's never been easier to uh, trade stocks with um, with all these apps that are out now: Robinhood, yeah. Wealthsimple. Um, do you think this is going to make the system and better or do you think it'll break it? I like it. We we had this conversation on the uh when we talked about the GameStop um 
yeah. when Reddit broke Wall Street. I think that's fucking great. That's the free market yeah. saying, fuck you, giant corporation. corporation investors, like these institutionalized investors previously were the only ones able to make moves yeah. because you <clears throat> couldn't organize... How enough. many people you, you fucking? Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't uh, call people, enough money. To how many make people a do you know? Twenty people, maybe yeah. you could get to buy a stock. You don't have enough money to make a difference, but five hundred thousand people on Reddit can do it. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. No, it's it's brilliant. I think the idea. I, I think the idea of consumers giving hedge funds a scare is awesome. But the thing is, at the yeah. end of the day, those hedge funds are probably still going to win on the volatility. No, whatever. Fuck them. Like the the fact that so many. I was going to say kids, but like so many young people made a lot of money fucking over Wall Street. Yeah. Is just. Mwah. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I read some article that was like some 17 year old made like a hundred grand on the fucking GameStop thing. He's like, yeah, I just spend all day on Reddit and I saw this early. Yeah. Put it, put in like a grand that I like saved up for my summer jobs and I fucking made ridiculous returns. Like, yeah, no, I, know, I that's that warms my heart to hear shit like that. When I look at this shit, I I worry obviously and I but I just most of all kind of just think about what are the implications of the stock market becoming more and more removed from reality because like guys like Warren Buffett are He's he's like a thing of the past at this point. He's yeah. a, he's a value investor, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. And now it's like now it's all like speculation, ideology, hype, social media, see... fucking Reddit game. It's it's basically massive game theory, and and human psychology. So, the meta has changed. Yeah, and I I love it, but also I know that it really fucks people up because if you get locked into what that space, like anybody that. If you sink your all your attention into it, um, I I think like the the numbers get so crazy, and the money gets so um, detached from reality that I think people stop understanding like what reality is. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Well, think about um, the fact that you know Trump couldn't tell you how much. A head of lettuce cost oh, with within like forty dollars. Not even, but Bill Gates too. Yeah, Remember exactly. Were... That's what I mean. Like that's what I mean. Departed from reality okay. is like yeah. a lot of people. They stop understanding of like what the value of money is, yeah. what the struggle of money is for, yeah. wh- how it is generated, how it is spent, why it is spent, why it is generated. Like I, I guess it's just because like you look at someone like Trump and and somebody could say like oh he was born rich you know like whatever but you look at someone like Bill Gates yeah. He wasn't born rich, right? He was born like middle class and he just But he got rich pretty young. Very, very young. Like nineteen, right? Yeah, but he also um, no, he he had pretty wealthy he had, he had quite a lot of privilege and money on his side. Like when he was pl- fucking with computers, very few like on... even like scientists and shit could get a hold on of computers. Like he I don't know. I watched the documentary on Netflix and uh him and I'm sure that wasn't biased. Balmer, was it his partner? Um, was no, that was Apple. <laughs> that's Apple. Well, Fuck. them too. Okay, well, that's another good example. Is I I know more about um Jobs and Steve Moss. Jobs than I do about Bill Gates, but Steve Jobs. Um, the only re- obviously the only reason he's not in the news anymore is because he's fucking been dead for ten years. Uh, if he was alive, I think he'd be he'd be doing the same shit like Elon Musk does. 
I think. If yeah. He, if he was alive, he'd be investing in he'd fucking... Be a, he'd be a big disruptor. I can't imagine yeah. that guy in charge of Apple's fortunes. Like, he'd be fucking shit Oh, up. he would be building fucking spaceships and shit 100%. The only reason he even wasn't at the end of his life when he was ridiculously rich is because he was struggling with one of the most painful types of cancer for, like, a long time, right? Like, yeah. 10 years before he died, I think. Like, it kept coming and re resurging. Yeah. But anyway, him and Steve Wozniak built a fucking computer made of wood. In, yeah. a, in a garage, like, because they didn't have enough money to build a computer, right? Like, my, okay, my point being, Bill Gates doesn't know the price of a pack of ramen because he hasn't had to do grocery shopping in 60 years. Okay, 40 years. Not because he's a privileged, like, born in a privileged rich guy. Yeah. It's because he just doesn't fucking do it. Like, ask me about fucking anything in your industry, how much a fucking plywood sheet costs and i'll say i don't know 75 dollars and you'll say yeah that's exactly right because you told me earlier today but yeah well that's that's fair but i don't fucking know what a board costs like it's not my world i I would i'd counter that with saying like yeah i think maybe some of those guys are actually good examples of rich people uh because you know bill gates spends a lot of his like last 20 years of his oh, life giving his money away right he probably knows now giving away all his money pretty much probably like, knows more about malice and struggle than most people in the world well and he's yeah well, I, I i don't hate no but bill gates has actually poisoned us all with vaccines yeah I he forgot. created besides Wuh- that though he created the wuhan lab besides that besides that it's fine because he made it so you can poop without water you seen these things no, no, no they, I, I, we watched that like five part Netflix documentary. Um, his goal was to make toilets for Africa that didn't need electricity or plumbing. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're so fucking, uh, he had like a contest of who could come up with the best one and, uh, yeah, they're, they're fucking cool. And then they turn your waste into like potable water at the end. Like you can drink it. Oh, it's it's like that machine built by the guys that make those like touch screen Coke machines. Oh yeah, yeah, we were, we were talking about this before. Yeah, they made water filtration systems that don't need filters. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, it's a toilet that doesn't need electricity or plumbing, and what comes out of it is like drinkable water, and then like I think stuff you can burn for like energy. Hmm. for heat or something like it, it's yeah honestly just put those in california you'll see <laughs> no kidding but um well he's bill gates has given uh um access to toilets and stuff to like over like i think more than a million people like i think like a lot of people like yeah and that's massive like access to daily drinking water access to toilets see, like, like that acon's given power to a hundred million africans yeah like that that's fucked that alone changes the economy because now you have you know, two, three people in a family unit that no longer need to spend their entire day working those things out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's, um, that's probably one of the biggest benefits. That's why people like, I say people, but like there's the occasional right wing person I've met. Right. That's like, well, you know, these fuck, like I don't have any opportunities. You know, I was born poor. Why don't these fucking Africans just like do Pull what I did? themselves up by their bootstraps. That kind of argument, right? But it's like, yeah, okay. Were you born without a bathroom? Yeah. Like, were you were you born without like you know, fucking most people 
Internet, bathroom, I, yeah. school, pen, yeah. paper. Like, white privilege doesn't exist. I was fucking poor too. It's like, okay, yeah, but you went to a middle class fucking school and you had internet and a yeah, car you were and white, shit. Like, you were white people poor, which is African rich. Yeah. Well, literally, like, dude, fucking, when these commercials say you can feed an African on $1 a day, they're not kidding. Yeah, no, what's the average income? Not like outside, well, like if you exclude like the you know EU oh yeah, countries, no, uh, U.S. Canada. If you make no, if you, if you make uh twenty seven grand U.S. a year, uh, you're in the one percent of the world, right? And that's poverty in in this country, right? You can make that almost on EI. You can, I think you can <laughs> make that on EI. So yeah, um, yeah, but like when we, I remember when we were in Mexico, um. I Googled it and the minimum wage in the province we were in was 30 USD a month was so just about a dollar USD a day was the minimum. Mm. That's the minimum. They yeah, can pay yeah, you. yeah. So, cause I remember like I took out $500 in ones before yeah. we left and I was tipping fucking everyone. Like girl sat us, gave her a dollar fucking, you know, guy brought us every time he brought us drinks, give him a dollar. And then if you remember, the fucking shot guy kept bringing his shots because he knew I was going to give him a dollar every time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I love shot guy. I love that, that guy. 9.30 in the morning, he's like, drink this, drink this. We're like, what is this? He's like, shut the fuck up. Just yeah. drink it. <laughs> well, we, we walk into the fucking Captain Morgan bar, which had nothing to do with the Captain Morgan trademark. <laughs> it was just this pirate guy. Oh, yeah. He, like, we walk in and he's like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. I think you, I don't know if you recognize this from the night before or whatever. He's like, come here, come here, come here. It's like nine in the morning. He's like, you want a secret? <laughs> We're like, what? Gives us this shot that looked cool. Like, I took a picture of it. It was like green and red. Yeah. He's like, take this. And we're like, what is it? He's like, no, no, don't worry. It's good. And we're like, no, no, no. But like, what is it? He's like, ah, it's, it's fine. Just, just, just drink it. We're like, I'm like, what kind of alcohol at least? He's like, no, no, no. It was good. Yeah, which is like super legal. In oh, this you province, can't. That's like breaking it. six different liquor laws here. I love it. But, uh, but could have been roofing. But remember, then we got food from the buffet, sat down, and he kept bringing us shots and I kept tipping him. Right. Yeah. Because. If you do the math, 30 bucks a month minimum wage, right? Yeah. Is the equivalent of a buck a day, right? And if the our minimum wage is, is 80 bucks a day, 90 bucks a day, right? About 12 yeah. bucks an hour, about 90 bucks a day. That's the equivalent of me tipping them like 90 bucks every time. Oh, God. I would love to just show up there with fives, a fistful of fives. Well, that's what my, my uncle does. Yeah. Uh, he goes actually... I don't know if to the resort we went to, but like that area, that group of resorts. Yeah. He goes every single year and they all know him. They're like, oh, hey, like whatever. Um, yeah, no, he, he tips people like good money, uh, like well, good money, five, ten dollars But um, and then when he leaves the thing, he'll like give people hundreds like to be <laughs> like, like, thanks for looking after me all for the, for the month, like whatever. Yeah. But he, well, he stays there for like a, a, a month. He, he goes time. for like a month and a bit. Yeah. yeah. Every year. Uh, he, he tries to leave for all the, all cold. the cold. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but like, think about it. Like I spent an extra 500 bucks in, in tips cause everything was free on the resort. I think I, I, yeah, I brought like 500 bucks cash, spent it all. We spent a little bit on the taxi, um, and then we spent a little bit in town. We Drink. bought some souvenirs. Yeah. But all the drinks in the resort were free. And I tipped all that money. I didn't... Fu- whatever. That just... I'm like, okay, so I paid, you know, 2500 instead of two grand for the fucking 
vacation, whatever. But yeah. that made such a huge difference to some of these people. Like, honestly, like... And now all those people have to sit at home. Not that I'm, like, virtue signal and be like, oh, look how good I am giving fucking poor people money. No, no, that's, like, a pretty low... That's a pretty, like, average bar to set. But, like, now... <laughs> now all those people are fucking sitting at home and the resort's empty. Uh, nope. Mexico has no lockdown, no mask mandate, and the resorts are open. Well, okay, maybe they're open, but they're not busy. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Traffic's down like crazy. Oh, like, yeah, of course. People yeah. aren't flying, right? Yeah, it's... That sucks. That's really sad. What, that places relying on tourism are fucked? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're in a place like Mexico, it's like you never think tourism goes, goes out of style, right? But... Yeah, hey, we got beaches on seven sides of us, like... Yeah. How are we not going to be busy forever? So that brings me to my next thought of the insane amount of uh, people at the U.S. border slash children in cages that have been showing up. It's like a th- yeah. it's like a three or four hundred percent increase over this time last year. Well, and uh, Biden just renamed the cages, but they're not actually different. No, they're actually building new facilities. But wow, the... new new cages. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like summer camp, but for criminals. Uh, you're a slash immigrants you're such a commie no uh no what the difference is like it's it's got nothing to do with obviously the federal government because the federal government doesn't actually impact that much about what mexico the federal government the federal government absolutely impacts a lot uh the president does not okay fair uh but that that doesn't what the u.s government is doing is not what is not the reason that there's people at the border like no there'll be people doing that no matter what they're like oh yeah it's uh, two hurricanes, escalated gang violence, and COVID. I thought gang violence is getting better. Uh, not in the um, what do they call it? The uh, I don't know. Anyway, so three three main countries of South America, like was that Brazil, Colombia, and Peru? Maybe I don't. What know. do I look like? Someone who knows anything about anything? Anyways, Chile? Maybe Chile's Chile is long. Long. Anyways, uh, from that area, uh, are all pushing up to the U.S. and it's a lot of children, it's a lot of like single people, and obviously they're turning around everyone except for the children. But it's literally like a threefold increase, and they're trying to deal are with these, It's like are ten thousand kids at the border. It's like, do the holy fuck. do the parents send their children knowing that they won't get turned away? Uh, often it's like parents are dead, and they're just like, "Oh fuck, I go to the United States." Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that when I was... Oh, I guess what children, you could mean anyone from... Under 18, yeah. Under 18, so. You know, you have, like, an older sibling at 14 years old that's got, like, two siblings of, like, nine and And they're four like, I know we need to of. get to America. Yeah. Let's fuck it. Okay. Yeah, whatever. and that's the only goal. And they're like, I think we can find help in America, which they do. But, wrong, if you, right? but if you're over 18, you get fucking turned around. Here's a spicy take I'll leave you with before I go pee quick. I think... I don't believe in borders. Okay. Fuck them. Yeah. Why imaginary lines on the ground? Why does that dictate anything? People get murdered, shot in the fucking face by Texas Rangers for crossing a line that doesn't exist. Yep. Hmm? Fear. You know You know what borders... Fear, racism, stupidity. You, borders had their place when... Uh, you had to have a castle that was getting invaded by barbarians. Yeah. 
like in in civilized society, I don't think borders have a place. Uh, one day they won't. And I think well, that, and that's what the Republicans are scared of, right? I was gonna say that really scratches the itch of uh, conservatives, like my father, uh, talking about you know the incoming one world government that's going to end the world, um, or at least bring about the Antichrist who ends the world. It's something that, yeah, you can fear it, but why the fuck bother? Because what? If you're on one side or the other, whatever. Um, most people believe about themselves that they'll choose. They'll always choose the good side, right? If most people think that they're always going to be on the good side. So, if you look at the number of children coming over from Mexico, what's your first thought? Help them, fuck them, leave them, kill them. That's. That really makes a big difference. Most people say, well, of course, like if you're face-to-face with a helpless child, you help them. But then you add the d- detachment, the racism on top of it, and you get into this absolutely fucked up situation where you have 10,000 children stuck at the border, which is set up there just because people are fucking afraid of losing their bees churgers. Well, and I guess it, like, I always hear the anti- like, because I've said that, I think, publicly a few times where I'm like, I don't fucking believe in borders. I think it's an antiquated kind of thing. And it's like, no, like the I think the the counter argument is that they want to keep the culture. They think that it's cul- white. Well, it's white nationalism that drives most of this. Yeah, I it's, agree it's, with it's you. It's white pride. It's American pride. Yes, yeah. because well, it's the same reason why um, you hear a lot of this in Sweden. Um, and, and some of those Scandinavian company, countries that let a lot of immigrants in yeah. that say the Muslims are coming in, they're going to change us from within or whatever, right? Like, yeah. that that's... Honestly, y'all could use some Muslim faith in, <laughs> in your country. Like, they're good, peaceful people. Like, Muhammad Ali is a great embodiment of the Muslim. Well, to be fair, Nation of Islam is different than Islam. Right, which is different from Islamic extremists and militant Islam. Agreed. Which is different from militant Christians, conservative Christians, liberal Christians, evangelical Christians. Well, well it says in the Bible, thou shalt not kill. Yeah, that's unless a, a commandment. Unless. But why are you allowed to kill people? But unless. They're brown. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, no. But here, here's a serious question is it says one of the Ten Commandments that Joseph brought down. Joseph was his name? The guy with the stone. Moses. Moses. Then Moses brought down with the stone. No, Moses was the was the river guy. Same, the, I'm pretty sure the same guy. Same guy? Burning bush? Yeah. Um good guy. Here's a uh lots of shit. Here's a here's a good thing to dig into. The burning bush that Moses saw. Uh if you read the Bible's description of that bush, it's this fruit producing bush. Uh w- the fruit that you eat off of that bush uh makes you hallucinate. Mm. So that's what the burning bush was, was somebody ate this fruit, He's looked at the bush, and was hallucinating. Tripping fucking balls. Literally. Yeah. I that's uh if Because if you... Uh, so I, I watched a video, like a YouTube video, that a guy reading the Bible, and they'd be like, okay, now I'm going to read you the Wikipedia page for this fucking Middle Eastern hallucinogenic plant. And it's like identical to the description. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, but uh, Buddy came down with the fucking stone, and it said, do not kill people, yeah? Yeah. 
So how can anyone argue that? Well, that literal group of people, uh, they went and conquered a land and a <laughs> no nation. They, they went to war. Yeah. Well, and what so, is like 20, 40 years later, they just went to war, uh, genocided the people that were living in the land that they yeah. wanted, and now you have Israel. But I, I guess like you read, you read that, that's a commandment, right, from yeah. God. That was God's words. But, and then people go, but, except that, like, the same way works with, with Islam, where it's like, don't fucking kill people, and then, unless, and then people misinterpret it differently, And right? then there's the the awesome story in the Bible of um, these village children are making fun of this prophet of Christ for his bald head, and uh, he God struck them down dead with, what is it, like a pack of wolves or some bears or something? That's fine. And just, like, killed a bunch of children because they made fun of the prophet's bald head? That's fine. My favorite is uh, my favorite is Job, who was the nicest guy and lived... He just got fucked he up. Was a, he was a <laughs> God-fearing man who did everything how you're supposed to do it, and God punished him to win a bet. Because the, yeah. the devil yeah, said... The devil, because he's like, look how good this guy is and how much he loves me. And he's like, well, he only loves you because you blessed him with shit. Yeah, because his life is good. So he's like, no, no, no. Killed his wife, fucking killed his fucking donkeys, fucking gave him boils on his face, all this shit, just to win a bet with the devil. I think much. this is a metaphor for the Trump administration. I think this is a metaphor for... The because they're like, <laughs> all these people love you because the economy is good. He's like, bet, how about some virus, bro? And they still love him. So, Trump, I think that's what happened. Trump is the uh, virus, no, Trump is God. Okay, true. Yeah. Um, Job is America. Okay, all right, and Jesus Christ yep. is China. Okay, um, Joe Biden is the flood. Joe Biden <laughs> is just the motherfucker in between that they didn't even mention. <laughs> and I am the tyranny of evil men. No, I think you're just one of the village people. You are the weak. And I am the tyranny of evil men. <laughs> I think we just created a bulletproof analogy. Somebody at me with some Christian apologetics. No. <laughs> um... I I don't understand anything, and I think it's getting worse. You know how, like, boomers, you're like, how do you not get this, right? Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's happening to me now. Okay, is... <laughs> this is, this is going to dovetail into what I was going to start saying at the beginning of the podcast, which I never did, and but I'm going to come back to it because it really stuck with me. Take another shot before you start. Oh, fuck. I'm going to forget. It's St. Pat Patty's Day, baby. I... Not a bunch of bros. That's a lot of whiskey. I didn't chase it, but I did the weird body flex thing. So that's pretty good. Um, so I was driving here. Uh, for your information, down Marion over the tracks that are super fucking bumpy, and you're like, and yeah, your car bad. car almost goes off the road. Those illegal tracks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tangent, not tangent. Just note. We have a law in Canada that says if a train railway blocks traffic for a certain amount of time a day, yep. you can't do it. You have to move it around. Yeah. Uh, like 
we have 17 crossings in Winnipeg that break that law. Oh, I fucking believe uh, that. Nobody does anything. Yeah. Because if you know Winnipeg, uh, we are a city of a million people with 100% surface streets. We don't have any overpasses. We don't have any fucking yep. freeways. We don't have anything like that. We're just a grid. Well, we're a grid. The Disraeli is kind of on. <laughs> we're a grid with seven other grids around it shaped differently with trains just going all through us and nobody does anything. So it's, that's your context. Go. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking disaster. So anyways, uh, driving along and I'm like, one thing about my personality, I guess, we were doing the 16 personalities thing. I'm an ENTP debater or whatever. So am I. Yeah, and so, so, are, so is Willow. So is everyone all, else in our mastermind group, which is hilarious. Yeah, we have a mastermind group with the four of us and we're all the exact same personality Which, make, which makes sense. We're all debaters, right? Yeah, well, that's why we're friends, I think, is that... But me and you are slightly different. Yeah. Which, so, but then we've done that other personality test that your office used to do. Right. And we're like slightly different. We're like yeah. all except the last one. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're very variation of the same thing. But anyways, long story short, I, I'm the type of person that um, I like to be able to hold the belief or ideas of both sides of an argument in my mind at the same time. Yeah. And be able to argue against myself. I remember when I did the Myers-Briggs personality test for the first time. And I, like at the end of the site, it gives you an explanation to the personality. And I remember reading that. I was like 16. And I'm like, my life makes sense all of a sudden. Yeah, it's It's my book. It's like, how can you not, how, how, like, how do you expect me to understand a, I'm quoting from the, or not quoting, obviously, but I'm paraphrasing from the page. It's like, how can you expect someone to understand a problem without arguing both sides of the problem? That's how you understand it. And then I was like, that's why I'm a fucking devil's advocate. (laughs) Like, that's why I fucking, I'm always like, okay, but, but I constantly argue about shit I don't believe in. Just like being able to reverse perspective is so important. And yeah, I agree. So as I'm, as I'm driving along, I just had this thought. I'm like, I am so far today. From being able to understand the psyche of someone that votes for someone like Trump, even though I was pro-Trump when he got elected, I am and like still everything pro that he Trump, everything that he stands for, everything. Okay, I so so I, I I'm so far removed from that at that at this point. We're not Americans, so and whatever. I'm like. It's the ideology, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's symbolism everyone can understand and relate to. So I look at the way that I, I guess, I'm thinking about the way that I look at the world right now. I'm like, I cannot reconcile those beliefs anymore. I look at those people, quote unquote, those people, there's your indicator, <laughs> uh, like fucking morons. I'm like, how can you believe this? How can you be so close-minded? How can you be so stupid? Like, these are the things that run through my mind when I'm thinking about politics. And I... I'm like, okay, I've become detached from that side, and I've flipped to the other side, and that makes me upset. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to start reading Mein Kampf or something, <laughs> and I need to flip to the other side and at least find some balancing measure here because I'm I'm sliding so far to the left I can't even reconcile. Yeah, I've, no, I've noticed that. You... I can't even reconcile the beliefs, but I, th- I think it has more to do with the fact that Trump is so polarizing, and so, just it polarized the news, it polarized politics, it polarized policy. Here's something that makes people think about it. Right? Here's something that's happened to me recently, where I used to be anti UBI, 
right and anti-social programs and pro gun control Mm -hmm. and i've swapped on both okay which i promote buying bolt cutters and giving everyone money i um because i i I, no one go back to i think it was episode eight if you we were debating universal basic income you honestly switched my fucking i've had that debate with hundreds of people not maybe not hundreds but like 20 people about ubi and i'm always against it because they approach it from like a left where we need to help people whatever yeah i your line when we you were debating it was the people that would be you earning ubi are and t- contributing nothing in return are too dumb like they they get a fucking job at mcdonald's they get fired for smoking weed and being late and then they get another job. It's like, are they really contributing to the society? We should pay them to not fuck up corporations and shit. Because they just don't fit the model anymore. And I, I was literally like, wait. Because a leftist will never say that to me. That so, people, that some people are dumb. And we should just pay them to stay away from so society. Here's, like, here's a continuation of that argument. I loved it. I was listening to uh, either Economist or The Daily today about the $15 an hour minimum wage. So the argument for it is pretty strong. The argument against it is really fragmented. I'm pro 15. Okay. Well, so I'm idealistically pro abolishing minimum wage. Yeah. Idealistically. Um, Yeah. But in the system we live in today, teach teach in school how to debate for a wage. Yeah. And you can teach every single student be like, no, do not get a job. That's under $15 minimum wage. And the, and then the market will correct itself because in in at least in this city I think all of Canada you can't really get a job under twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, no, the market does have its own. Um... But America's just fucked. Okay, America's so, its own like box. So, anyways, the bad. the point I was going to make is yeah, in in the states they've they've done this in particular states due to activism. So shout out to whoever the fuck. Has been going. Well, I think crazy like on some that. what Seattle's. I think fifteen dollars and like. Yeah, there's a couple of states that are above the federal minimum wage. There's like twenty two states or twenty five states that have gone Seattle above state or the federal. City? Seattle is a city. In where? Seattle, Washington. The state. Seattle, Washington. That's where Fraser's from. It's just south of Hello Seattle. Vancouver. It's I'm... a it's the closest major city to Vancouver. Hello Seattle. I'm listening. Anyways, <laughs> um. The $15 minimum wage, or sorry, any minimum wage increases in these cities mm-hmm. that have had, you mm-hmm. know, state mandates, which is, you know, same as whatever federal mandate would do. Uh, the idea of like supply demand, which means you increase the wage to $15 or $10 or $12, and the demand decreases, right? That's actually not a direct correlation not in the linear way that most people think. So the supply-demand model doesn't actually apply to it. So if you increase the wage, jobs don't necessarily decrease by that amount. Um, it also, it doesn't affect, um, yeah, it doesn't affect job count, it doesn't affect prices, and it doesn't affect the economy at large the way that you would, like, well, assume. I pay, I have, like, a few employees. Like, I'm not some fucking Walmart, obviously, but yeah. I'm... You know, I have, like, we're six people. Um, I pay starting $2 over minimum wage. Yeah. And then... Um, Commissions. 
No, 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 that's that's whole separate. Like I, I start my hourly wage, like two dollars over minimum wage, uh, just to make sure people are a good fit. Uh, I give them a raise after like three months uh, if they're a good fit, and then uh, I pretty much give them like a buck a year every year. Uh, and then last year, um, I introduced a bonus structure for my salespeople that they could earn up to like thirty bucks an hour. Yeah. Um, if they were selling a certain amount and. Um, mo- I think like 90% of the time they hit a bonus, whether it was like 17 bucks an hour, 25 bucks, whatever it was. Um, cause it was like a cash bonus. Like if you sold this many balls, you got like a $50 cash bonus. Yeah. Um, but I pay most, yeah, I pay most of my people 20 bucks an hour or more for, uh, not a single one of them has a university degree. And you're a small business with, and a, I'm a small business with who, a narrow margin with a, yeah, with a very narrow margin. And, um, could I have survived in 2017 if minimum wage was $15? I don't know. Because I have screenshots multiple times after paying rent at the end of the month. We were down to a less than a dollar in the bank account. More than once. You also have to keep in mind that this $15 an hour increase was supposed to occur over okay. a number of years. So that was the other thing I was going to say is that idealistically I want no minimum wage. Because I think minimum wage is the government being like, oh yeah, you can pay people this amount. Yeah. I think it should just be nothing and the market should demand, but whatever. It, that's not going to happen. I think the minimum wage should be higher because if you increased minimum wage in the United States with inflation, um, it would be like already $15 right now. Because in Canada, I think, or every province has its own minimum wage, but if memory serves... Manitoba's is like eleven twenty five or eleven seventy five. That's the province we live in. Um, so just you know, eleven bucks, twelve bucks around around that 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 side or that uh, group. Sorry, I've been drinking at St. Patrick's Day. Um, but I was reading like in America, I think it's like seven twenty five or something insane for the federal minimum wage, and then there's like states, obviously. Um, but if you had raised that with inflation every year it would be um, higher, right? And I believe, I, I'm like, I, I'm always like, inflation is a tax and all that, right? Um, and I believe a lot of the reasons why, like, goods are so, like, tuition is a great example. I think tuition is so high uh, because it's a collusion between government and these institutions, like university institutions, to scam people. Because they go, hey, government, if we make our tuition way more than it's worth, are you going to give naive 18-year-olds yes. all, all that money? Yep. And they say Without yes. Without question. Well, yeah, and they say yes, right? I think it's a collusion there. I think that's if all not up. intentional, I, uh, just uh, accidental. Like if you think about the free market, uh, well, the free I, market effect of doing that, it's like, yeah, of course. If you make student, if you make debt easy to get, the price will go up. And if the price goes up, was, does the debt get harder to get? No. Okay, price goes up again, exactly. and it's like it can be a natural because, occurrence without collusion. But it is collusion, I think. In it my, could in be. my in it my could personal be and it couldn't be, it but is. either way, it results because in the same bullshit. I always hear. That as an anti-free um, market 
argument is that, yeah. oh, the university is a free market and they fucking raised their price 6,000% in the last 10 years. Yeah. And I, I say no. <laughs> like, the like the, the university's colluding with the government to set prices is not the free market. It's probably more like an unspoken agreement of, it's like it's like that silent nod across the room to yeah. the banker. The bank. Yeah. The guy's like, if, if I you, raise it to this, will you approve it? The guy's uh, like, yep. If No, and then you see some of these fucking, okay, explain to me like I'm a five-year-old. My favorite Reddit, Reddit subreddit, is explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. Where people come in and like explain it to me like I'm five, the stock market, and you have to explain it as simply as you can. I love it. But explain to me like I'm five, Tyler. What was I saying? <laughs> Fuck. Education, loans, student loans. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Explain to me like I'm five, Tyler. That people can pay monthly on their student loans and then at the end of the year, owe more than they started with. Minimum payments are less than interest accrued. How can minimum payments be less than interest accrued? Because... Because student loans have their own rules. Yeah. And why? They, have, they, they supersede generations. Like why you, would... You can literally die and you'll leave your family with That's student debt. That's not how that debt. works. No, it does. It's with student debt. It is. No, it's not. With student debt. Not in this country. In America. Okay. Well, in this country, debt does not pass You on. cannot bankrupt out of it, and you cannot die Yeah, you can't bankrupt. That's fucked, too. You can't um, bankrupt out of it. So here's you a... Can, you can, in, in Canada, you could do a fucking consumer proposal, which is short of bankruptcy, and you can yeah. still get out of it. Uh, like, in, in, this, in the States, you can't even bankrupt out of it. You can't even die out of it. Who would take a loan with minimum payments less than the interest occurred? People that have guaranteed returns like here's one of the things about china that is very interesting where they have multi-generational mortgages where their mortgages and their housing prices are so high as compared to their income you have a 200 year mortgage no it's like they're like 75 80 year mortgages which are intended to supersede the generation that applies for it and a- under as the idea pack, that your kids will also pay for it? Yeah, two to three generations down, it'll pay off. Why is China's real off. estate expensive? It's, it's a third world country. Uh, it's specific areas. Like, you, you'll pay a million dollars for a one-bedroom in Hong Kong. Hong Kong's not part of China, but okay. Sorry. Shanghai. Beijing. Beijing. Yeah. Hong, Kong's go- Hong Kong is China. <laughs> that So, Hong Kong was leased by the British... For but 90, now it's for ninety nine years. It's its own state, though. Not anymore. Uh, no, no, no. I think it is it's, still. It's two part. It's two. And we're about to have like a big problem because like the lease it's is two expiring. System, it's two systems, one country. But uh, China has violated that and advanced their control of it by yeah, and that the was tune of like forty years. Well, and that 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 was that whole protest that were happening where the guys were yeah. doing the laser pointers and the fucking motion detector cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was lit. Yeah, but. Hong Kong is effectively a part of the Communist Party now. But anyways... What am I we, thinking of? Taiwan is its own thing? Taiwan is its own thing, yeah. But I think that that's the thing... To, well, because they both called themselves China. Taiwan's like, we're the real China. China's like, no, we're the real China. And Taiwan's smaller, That's why so uh, I think, like, Taiwan has, like, the... Um, like, the Republic of China, officially. And then China is the People's Republic of China. Because it's like they both were like, no, fuck you, we're China and split. <laughs> and yeah. then, yeah. Where I was going with my whole point. Sorry, I uh, have been drinking all day because <laughs> of St. Patrick's Day. 
Now I've been working all day, but also I'm drunk. I've also been working all... I haven't worked in six years. I know. You're lazy as shit. I know. You're a video game addict. I'm not... You're a crack addict. I, I just started playing video games again in the last, like, six months. It sucks. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I hate it. I wish video games were real life. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just going off on tangent. I hate silence. So I fill the it void with my stupid fucking voice <laughs> all the time. You had a point, I think. I think I had a point. I was kind of losing it because we started going <laughs> off on China. China? And I was initially talking about like the inability for me to see both sides. Um like when you talk about UBI increasing the minimum wage. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. I was saying all, like it's it's all like a lot of your assumptions are based on really bad facts mine? and bad models. Like in mine? general. You if you're listening. Like Or you're not talking about me personally. Also you. Mostly well, fuck you. you. <laughs> no, but, and yours are based on this idealistic socialist fucking utopia which won't exist. No, I don't believe in a fucking utopia. I believe everyone's shitty and it's all gonna burn in hell. Like, I believe everyone's I, nice and I like them. I think everything's gonna burn down in twenty years. It's fine. But it's what everyone's been saying since the fucking Cold War. Like. Exactly, I know, which is fantastic. But I think the assumptions around most policies that people either hate or love, like Florida is my favorite example of like they voted Trump, but they also voted to jack up their minimum wage. Like, so these things are not mutually exclusive. Like, no, I, I hundred percent believe, I think like I, it's weird saying I consider myself like a right leaning person because I don't really, Mm -hmm. but I probably support a lot of right, I just I'm an abolitionist. I don't want the government to exist. But yeah, you're you're a um, I'm an anarchist, <laughs> anarcho-capitalist is what I call you. Yeah, more or less. You're but... an anarchist and a capitalist, so I call you an anarcho-capitalist because that's what you are. You're but, both of those things. That's well, like what Rojava is built on. No, I know, but uh, yeah, you don't know that you don't know Rojava. I'm even like a practical anarcho-capitalist, but I'm also like I would love to live on like a commune. Where I just made wine. So you're saying you wish you were how to write? No, I'm just saying. I'm saying I would adapt to anything. I think you'd make a great how to write. That that hat tells me you would make a great how to write. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you'd be you. a savage motherfucker. You'd have like four wives, like a Mormon, but you're how to write. Sure. You'd be the cult leader. You'd also make instead of like CNC machined aluminum, you'd be making booze. I don't know if this is or compliments cocaine. or not, but I like it anyway. Um. I support probably a lot of right policies, maybe, one could say. Well, Canadian right. Yeah, Canadian right policies. American left. But at the same time, I don't want... Dude, I don't know. I, like, I'm so... I don't... I just don't want people... There's a quote from somebody somewhere that I read (laughs) that said like, I want people to be housed. I want them to have food. I want them all that. But the government has historically been poor at providing those things. Mm -hmm. Our government and the United States government, you know, pisses money away on nothing for fun, for nothing, like for literally nothing. Right. 
the amount of money they waste on bullshit on like our government just recently bought a pipeline for millions of dollars that ended up going defunct and doesn't even exist. And that money is gone, right? How much does it cost to fucking build a warehouse or buy a warehouse? Right? A million dollars? 10 bucks a square foot. Okay. And then you go to Ikea and get a fucking bunch of beds. You put it in there and say, hey, homeless people, here's your bedroom. Yeah, we were talking about this last episode. Cancel the Winnipeg police helicopter and get a fucking warehouse staffed with people to help people and you will get chaotic neutral if the government at best if the government cared they could do it yeah no question you know what they could do they can make a law that says okay grocery stores you can't fucking throw away your shit anymore you got to feed it to people yeah they throw like grocery stores throw away 30 percent of their fucking food Oh, so uh, the amount of waste that America does is like could feed the world three times order over or something. And 1% of their defense budget could solve world hunger. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So people are just shitty, man. But, but here's my, here's why I am on the right. I get like, I don't identify myself as on the right, but this is why people would consider me on the right and not on the left is because I don't think giving government more power is going to help any of, I think it's going to make it worse. Anti-government can also be far left, which is we always talk about horseshoe theory. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're left slash extreme far left. I don't think you're. But right. I like. I but I think money is the best system. I think mo- like yeah, capitalism that... is the best system. I think people having a system like a point system that they strive for. I think that's the best system. Yeah, but if you talk to the right leftists, they'll agree with you and say, yes, there's like meritocracy is important. Sure, yeah. But... Which is why I don't like to identify myself as... The the manipulation of a capitalist where that meritocracy is 98% 98 controlled by an individual and the other 2% is fought over by the other 98%. Like, that's why people are anti-capitalist because people like Elon Musk... Can well, lose in a day what an entire country strives to earn in a year. But I always say corporatism is not the same as capitalism. These giant corporations that get bailed out by the fucking U.S. government—that is not capitalism. The yeah. free market doesn't bail out banks, doesn't bail out airlines, doesn't bail you out when you're fucking doing shitty, doesn't pass laws because your lobbyists need you to pass laws. The free market is what people want to buy. Yeah, but capitalism hasn't resulted in a free market. It's resulted in the market that we see today, yeah, which is controlled y- yes, by lobbyists. And, and real socialism has never been tried, right? Right. Like, you so can make all, the argument. It's all fucking bo- wrong. I agree. Socialism is bullshit. Communism is fucking wrong. Capitalism is broken. Real like, capitalism has never been tried. Yeah. There you go. Like you know, it, and that's why I don't like to identify myself as any political group because it's all fucked. Yeah, I don't believe. I hate it. them all. I hate I them all. I don't believe in any of it. Like. Uh, Christ. This is exhausting. I'm exhausted. Are you exhausted? I am just getting fucking started, buddy. <laughs> Emotionally. Uh, it's exhausting. Well, I'm, it's, I'm sorry uh, to anyone listening to this <laughs> and you're like, I think I get I think I get what I like stand for. And now you're like No, maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I don't. And that's exactly the point. That's the point. Well, I want you um, to never know where you stand. <laughs> well, it's uh, 6.58. Uh, I told people to be over by uh, 7 for the yep. uh, weird social distance to get together. But uh, we, we made this a segment. We're going to do our business uh, tip of the day. 
Uh, I have one, so you can think of yours. Uh, it relates to our, my, uh, I can't believe I remembered this, but uh, it relates to the stock market conversation I was having before. Um, it's going to be a really cliche, simple one, but then I'm going to get into it. Buy low, sell high. <laughs> Fantastic advice, Willis. And as another part of that, you haven't lost until you sell. So biggest thing about the stock market, if you're like, I'm starting to play with it now. This thousand dollars that I threw in, I am okay with losing. But you're treating it like a hundred grand. Oh yeah, no, I'm treating it very seriously. Like I'm, I'm making buys, but I'm, I'm being aggressive. I'm like buying on trends, like whatever. But never invest money that you're not okay losing. Yeah. If you, if you can't lose it, if you're gonna be fucked, buy a GIC. Do not invest money that you can't lose. Buy low, sell high. That's your only fucking with commission free trading, like on Wealthsimple or or Robinhood, that you can sell, buy and sell stocks in five minutes, right? There, because you don't have to call your broker, you don't have to pay a ten dollar, twenty dollar fee, right? That's a big thing is why why people can't day trade. Hashtag two rip. <laughs> yeah, well, people can't could historically not day trade. Um, if they didn't have like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars because if you're trading a hundred dollars, but you're paying a $20 fee, it did make sense. You know, that's fucking 40% of what you're, of what And there's certain commodity markets where you can't even buy if you have less than hundred grand per order. Exactly. So, but now because commission free trading and shit, you can day trade with a thousand dollars. Yeah. No question. So, you know, your stock goes up 5%. You can sell it in five minutes, like, and make money. Right. Yeah. You don't have to, be fucking you know whatever um and yeah it's just weather the storm because if covid has taught us anything the fucking market is volatile and the world will fix itself <laughs> like you don't lose until you sell you haven't got that loss until you fucking <laughs> admit defeat that might be contradicting my yeah. other statement but you have a you have a bad the kid just google it if you want more information but there's a kid on Robinhood that killed himself yeah. Because he saw like all this loss. Like he lost all his money or whatever and he ended up killing himself. But yeah. the market recovers, man. Like the fucking it's a pandemic. Like I think that the market will recover. That actually ties into my advice, which oh, is there you go. Um, buy low, sell high, don't invest money you want you don't want to lose, and you haven't lost until you sell. Those are my tips of the business tips of the day. Now here's here's my co host Tyler Bergen. I would say of my last week, uh, bad days are real, but rarely are as bad as they look or feel. So don't make decisions on bad days. Uh, don't make phone calls on bad days. Don't change your mind on bad days or good days for that matter. Yeah, that's kind of... Um, switch out bad days for good days. Don't make a decision. Uh, like if you're making a decision that you're split on, yeah, have sex and then reevaluate the decision. <laughs> that's that's another good measure. And like 50% of the time you'll change your mind. <laughs> yeah. When you have your your head cleared. And 50/50 equals real science. So <laughs> I'm falling all over the place here. Don't make decisions on bad days because they are going to look a lot different in, you know, the next day or the day after the day after that. Uh, I think having a partner helps with that, help having friends to bounce ideas off of. Do we have friends? No, uh, helps with that. And 
just don't freak the fuck out when shit goes badly because, you know, give it a couple days and your creative juices will start Ooh. going. And you'll find some way through it, around it, and to maybe even profit from it because the ability to deal with those emotions is what sets good entrepreneurs apart from the bad and the great ones from the good. Like every time you come against great adversity, just think about this. This is another opportunity that someone else is going to fumble and I'm going to nail. So just embrace it. Believe in it. No do matter, your best. No, no matter how stupid it feels. And do your fucking best because we're not expecting you to be fucking Superman every time. You everyone can... everyone feels stupid sometimes. Everyone yeah. feels like they've been taken advantage. Everyone feels over their head. Everyone feels like they don't know what they're doing at some point. And your ability to deal with that feeling is going to decide whether or not you deserve to be in the business you're in. That was profound. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic not drop because we, it's on a stand it's on a stand um thank you for listening to i'll call beyond this point this was podcast. a saint patrick's day podcast a, my name is willows podcast and my name is tyler not podcast uh vote willows v-o-t-e-w-i-l-o-w-s on everything uh tyler underscram the builder thank you and um that's a good running joke. Um, Elk I'll be on this point on Instagram. Elk I'll be on this point podcast on Facebook. Um, At B-O-T-E-W-I-L-O-W-S on the YouTube. If you want to watch the video version of this podcast, which is up every week at the same time you as Spotify. No, I did do the plug when I talked about the hat. Fuck. I do one every episode. I try. <laughs> Fuck me. I forgot. Missed it. Okay, now we're going to go get smashed and smash, probably. Wait. Speak for yourself. Damn it. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm like, I'm the one with the girlfriend. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, wait. Scrap. I always do the... Um...